Last time on the Asylum Case Studies. Am I a semi-traumatic childhood away from actually being a serial killer? Eyeballs really are the testicles to the face. <laughs> I retract my statement. Goddamn, electric chairs are hilarious. Clearly, you didn't peak until 2015. And now, the conclusion. They go back to, like, the car, meet up with Stony Baloney. <laughs> and I just love how they, like... Wait, but first, mm -hmm. he gets the phones out of the glove box oh and starts God, just throwing starts them randomly. <laughs> He's having a like, great time. La, la, la. <laughs> just, maybe they'll grow into trees that grow phones. <laughs> He's Kyle Phone Seed. Okay, go <laughs> That sucks, but that's really funny. Thank you, I know. I just love how... There is just no way they wouldn't have seen the dead cop in the blown up cop car. Or smelled it. Or smelled or it. Or something. Yeah. They wouldn't see smoke everywhere. They yeah. wouldn't be like, hey, what's that about? It's not like he moved the car because they were like, no. they'd have to walk by it. Like, right. And there's no way he could have moved it. <laughs> <laughs> These people are fucking idiots. I know. Hot idiots. Before Obama's <laughs> second term, all horror movies were just hot idiots. All right. <laughs> I mean, can you complain, though? Oh, uh, hell, even The Descent. Oh, yeah. Great film, hot idiots. Yep, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Every... Especially those evil things. Oh, yeah. So hot. Every skilled rock climber knows <gasps> don't use gear that's in the wall of a former climber. Mm. Like, come on. That's just common sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, know. I do love that movie. Okay. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great fucking movie. Truly. So everyone's back to the car. Mm-hmm. Kyle's being a real fucking dick to Johnny. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. Get in the back. And Natasha's sitting shotgun. Yeah. And okay. Just, yeah. I just want to say, mm -hmm. I have no relationship with a human uh -huh. where we fight like that. Where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm so no. kind to my friends. Yes. Okay. Thank you. No. If I had to say fuck you to a friend of mine, I'd be like, I am gone because yeah. you have pushed me to this yeah no i mean like i would not invite you to a camping trip in the first place no. yeah okay cool i mean to be fair it wasn't kyle it was evil kyle true so. okay possessed kyle still like no i feel like tony especially gets a fuck you from his mm -hmm. friends all the time mm -hmm. even when he's not possessed i feel like it just kind of comes out like fuck you tony like yeah. that just that flows you know it feels good in your mouth yeah <laughs> <laughs> So they start driving to their camping site. I don't know who said it, but someone's like, where is everybody? You guys are camping, you idiots. There's not supposed to be anybody anywhere. Yeah, and they're like, let's go far out because all the families are coming in. <laughs> it's just like, what the... What, what are you... This is, is this Memorial Day? Yeah. Are there usually people there? Is there a reason why you would even say that? Because that is nonsense. Yeah. Does everyone know about the anniversary? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And like, not to skip too far forward, but sure, like, sure, sure, sure. There's, there's a graveyard scene at the end. So it's like... Are families fucking camping by graveyards? Right. Is this 1900 where we'd have picnics at graveyards? Yeah. Wait, is that a... Mm? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they were, cool. They were no parks, so they would go to the graveyards to have lunch wow. and play 1900 Frisbee, whatever that was. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, thank you, mm? FDR, for <laughs> parks. <laughs> so I don't have to um, play Frisbee in a <laughs> graveyard. <laughs> My next section is at campsite, underlined. 
us. Yes, we are. <laughs> and Kyle is admiring some buttocks and some shorts. And Jerry's like, haha, that's all you're going to get is look, blah, blah, blah. Not important at all. And Tony comes up and I think he punches Kyle in the gut. I know he punches him. I don't remember. But he's Maybe? like doubled over and he's like, oh. <laughs> I'm really in pain. And that's when, because apparently if you're possessed, all you need to do is punch someone yeah. and then the spirit comes out of your mouth. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, okay, so we're just going to spotty hop. <laughs> oh, okay, we're Absolutely. just going to spotty hop. Yeah, like, yeah. That's where the fun comes. <laughs> and it did. It went straight to Tony. Uh, Well, Tony, he forgot his bag or something. I don't know. There's also, like, Kyle is having nightmares. He's, like, chasing bunnies in his sleep. He's like, no, cop, no. I did like how, you know, Kyle's back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's getting these weird nightmare flashback memories of him killing that cop. Yes. And I thought that was cool. I do, too. I think it's great. And it it made me, like, feel for him. I was like, oh, you're just like, He didn't do it. It Yeah. And, like, he's kind of, like, the symptom of what's to come. Yes. I mean... Put yourself in Kyle's shoes. If you actually found out, he didn't have any memory of it, but if you found out that you pulled some dude's eyeball and then exploded him in his car. Yeah, I'd be devastated. Yes, oh my God. Like, I smoke pot for three things, for three reasons. Forgetting about murdering cops. (laughs) I spoke to forget. (laughs) No, I like to smoke pot to enjoy a TV show slash movie that I'm watching, Mm -hmm. to eat a lot of food, Mm -hmm. and I also like to smoke pot before I go out dancing, because I drink less, so I'm not as hungover, and I'll be honest, when I'm stoned, I like to dance, whatever. That's fun, I like that. Good vibes only. Mm, Absolutely. If you were to tell me (laughs) that I get stoned, Uh and I not only pull an eyeball out of a cop, but Mm -hmm. then electrocute him to death through his testicles... Uh What worse could happen to no. you? Like, that sounds like a nightmare. I feel so no. bad for him. That, yes. No, that would be, mm I would never, I mean, I really don't smoke that much weed, but I would never touch it ever again. No. And I would be traumatized for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. There's no amount of therapy that could take away the fact that I murdered and tortured somebody. Yeah. Terrible. I'd be like, it is the devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony... His duffel bag fell off the truck when they were at the graveyard. Typical Tony. (laughs) Like, oh, like we all knew that, obviously. Sure. Let's go back and retrace our steps. Samantha and Tony go driving to look for his bag. They get to the graveyard. It was very confusing to me. And maybe because I looked away too often. But he knocks her face in the steering wheel. Yeah. And then he, like drags her to the passenger seat whatever but like he stops at one point he's like oh there's my rope and wire on the side (laughs) of this weird road that never existed awesome and he ends up tying her hands up over a branch or something so she's like and she's topless and it took me a while to figure out why she was whatever he had wrapped the wire around her torso i kind of like to loosen it up for the preceding scene yeah people in this film die twice every time thank you i thought it was just me every single time i was like oh they're dead oh Oh, okay no no, 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 no. worse actually okay yeah all right tony this klaus apparition this klaus ghost this klaus spirit Mm. he likes eyeball he likes two things he likes eyeballs mm-hmm. and jumper cables. And jump. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
So he hooked up the wires that were around her torso to the jumper cables, and he pulls out her eyeball. Am I correct? I believe so, yes. He electrocutes her torso, which didn't seem to be that big a deal to her. She was fine with it. Mm -hmm. And then he puts the truck in reverse, which I guess is attached to the wires. Like a pulley system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And splits her clean in half. Yeah. Hard way to go. I can't imagine a worse way. I I can, because I have testicles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, so I don't give a shit. (laughs) I think I would rather die being split in half than being Uh, burned to death by flames through which start because I'm being electrocuted electrocuted from my testicles. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. Um, Bold stance, but okay. And that was kind of it. He takes her... Fucking brutal. Yeah. In in half. Just fucking brutal. I was expecting a lot of terrible things. I was not Mm -hmm. expecting that. It was very brutal. Yeah. It was like jarring. I didn't care. I I mean, liked it. You know, whatever. Like I was like, "Mm -hmm." I don't care for it. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan at all. So Jerry makes Johnny and Natasha stop fucking so she can go find her sister, who I didn't realize was her sister, Samantha. She was like, fuck you, you took our phones. I need to go find my sister. And he's like, all right, we need flashlights. Let's go. It's like noon. He's like, (laughs) let's get flashlights and start searching. And then by the time they get to the graveyard, it's like day for night, night time. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not night time. No. You're not fooling anybody, you guys. Day for night, night time. (laughs) I wrote at this part, Katrina Bowen's character is a psychopath. (laughs) She seriously is. She deserves everything that's coming to her in life. These guys, they're walking. They're trying to find everybody. They get to the cemetery, a gate's down that was originally up at some point. I don't know. And... Okay. There was like a part here where Stoner Boy wakes up and he's like talking about everything that he saw. Uh-huh. I love how they're just like, OMG, you do weed. So like, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Like, You're obviously stop. insane. Yeah. It's like literally stop gaslighting stoners and like <laughs> completely incompetent of anything. And it's just like, you're such a stoner. You have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, no, I have blood on my hands and I don't know why. <laughs> and they're like, shut up, you stupid little pot smoker. You're always smoking weed you're and being smoking... stupid. Yeah. It's just why like, are no. you so stupid, you stupid? <laughs> Or like they walk through the gate. Right, right, right. And I can't remember exactly what happens, but Johnny's like, well, we didn't find him. Let's go back or whatever. But they came across some tracks. And Jerry says... Let's hear it. He's like, why don't you want to go back? Why do you want to keep going? And she says, because those tracks look just like the ones from our car. Um, ma'am, what? I have owned my car for I don't know how many years, and I have no idea what kind of tracks it leaves. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? This is some CSI bullshit. (laughs) And we all know you're not that smart. At least, not that smart. Mm -hmm. Come on. They find Sam. She's been bifurcated. Is that the word? Bifurcated? Sure. All right. I don't know if it's that or if it means that you're eating. It could be either. And then Tony comes out of nowhere with a fucking pitchfork. He's like, oh, he's so I'm happy. I'm literally about to kill you. <ally <laughs> literally about to kill you. Oh, my God. Uh, Wait, like, 
We know we can talk this out. Real quick though, this uh-huh. is when they're like, oh my gosh, should we hold our breath at this <laughs> cemetery? And they're like, no, it doesn't matter if you're walking. Why? What the fuck does that even mean? Like, <laughs> ghosts were probably along way longer than cars. <laughs> you are actually outside of a barrier right now. What? What? So Tony's got this pitchfork. He's threatening everybody. And the hero of the day. Oh, my. The best character in this film. Absolutely. Literally, I could just do a podcast on this man. Thank you. When we were talking about our favorite quotes earlier, uh-huh. I think you and I both were like, all of our quotes are this man. Yes. That and about the tracks. But yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he is also the dad in Hansel and Gretel. Uh huh. Oh no shit. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't know that. I can't believe you didn't know it. Oh my god. That is awesome. I love it so much. From there on out, I was like, oh, he's mad at these guys because they're big kids now. <laughs> they're big kids now. <laughs> There's a knife shotgun standoff between Hansel and Gretel Dad and Johnny. <laughs> and he's like, you guys are being fucking idiots. You got to come with me. I know what's going on. <laughs> Jerry says, we need to save her. Bitch. She is in two pieces. Yeah. She's not getting saved. Even if she could. Kill her anyway. <laughs> no. If that's me and you can save me. Don't. Kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I can't even save this line to the end because it's so good. Do it, please. McBride is his name. The best character in this movie, uh-huh. McBride. He's like, you guys got to come with me. What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. I know what's going on. I'm helping you. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we're idiots. And he, my favorite, he says, are you paying someone to misunderstand me? Oh, my gosh. So good. I don't honestly, I can't remember if I wrote that one down or not, but that is, yes. Yeah. He's such great lines. I am your help, you fucking assholes. So homeboy with the pitchfork, Uh ready to kill the friends. Yep, Tony. And he he kills Tony. Yeah, oh, blast him out of the sea. Yeah. Are we allowed to talk about that, Ryan? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, fuck it. And he goes, he's ready to rip you a new asshole with a pitchfork. I'm like, what drunk uncle came in and was like, hey, just write a bunch of lines. Let you know? me, I'm going to do some revisions on this real quick. And then there's also a line where he goes, you're better off jerking off a bobcat. <laughs> You'd rather chew glass and beat off with sandpaper. <laughs> he says that too? Yes. Holy shit. I didn't even write that one down. <laughs> I was like, chew glass. That's harsh. Oh, shit. Sandpaper. Fuck. Ooh. Yeah. I like how at this point, I have no idea how this movie ends. Absolutely. And I don't know how it's this long so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like in the asylum scene, I was like, oh, where's this going? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. they're camping. And I was like, oh. And then all of a sudden, the ghost guy possessing (laughs) other people. I'm just like, I I don't know where this is going. And I love it for it. Right. They all go to McBride's cabin. And he insists on giving them coffee. (laughs) And it's like, dude, two of my friends are dead. You think I want coffee right now? He brings out a platter of coffee and coffee cups, and he says, here, you go pour your own damn coffee. Nobody asked for coffee, dude. (laughs) But yet he insists on, like, (laughs) drink this coffee. He's got a phone, but it's dead because of a storm a few weeks ago. We're wasting our time. He's like, sit the fuck down. I'm going to tell you exactly what's fucking happening. You fucking idiots. Y'all are going to die tonight. That sucks, don't it? (laughs) 
Another great line. <laughs> great quote. I feel like every one of his lines was just gold. So good. He's a groundskeeper for the asylum. Mm-hmm. Which is why he doesn't have a car, apparently, until he does. No, he does. <laughs> but at, at, at the first part, he was like, I don't have a car. I, I work the graveyard the... shift. <laughs> I don't need a car. I work there. <laughs> but McBride was there in the 50s when Klaus was executed. Yeah, and which he... kind of a cool tie-in. Yes, absolutely. And his boss. The late John Wilkes. Booth. <laughs> John Wilkes in a booth. Yes, apologies, apologies. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Now there's a drag name. John Wilkes in a booth. <laughs> he watched it all go down and he's been groundskeeper ever since because everything burnt down immediately after he was executed. Yeah. Which we, makes no sense because we were just at the asylum. It was not burned down, but everything was burned down. <laughs> everything was burned down, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was rebuilt and then abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Rebuilt 20 years later, everyone's gone. And he knows that every anniversary of the execution, Klaus comes back and possesses somebody. If you <laughs> if you don't hold your breath as you're driving by, everybody knows. <laughs> wow wow <laughs> katrina is that you i how is this a thing where everybody knows about it and i've never heard of it and if you don't do it you are dead right makes no sense and at this uh, point katrina bowen's character is now possessed yeah by van clausen or whatever his name Klaus. is let's call yeah. him Klaus. It's fine and he's like, he's going around everyone. You guys all hold your breath. You guys feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you? And she's like, she's like, what? <laughs> and then she like jumps up on the ceiling and runs away. And he's like, that bitch. <laughs> and her eyes are glowing. And they won't let him shoot her yes. because they're whatever friends, whatever. But fair. He also said it all ends at midnight. So just wait it out. Yeah. It's like. What? Five against one. Wait it out. Go hide. Yeah. Midnight. Like, lock your bathroom door. It's like, what, 10 o'clock at the earliest? Yeah. Come on. What? So McBride is like, Johnny, you're with me. The rest of you guys stay here. We're going to go get that bitch. (laughs) Natasha's like, why do we have to stay behind? And he says, because if there's too many bodies out there, Van Klaus can possess every one of you. And I'm not in the mood to shoot a bunch of 20-something-year-olds, dude. Never in the mood to do that. No. First of all. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Also, why you got to bring age into it? Why not just not into shooting people? Yeah. Are you in the mood to shoot 30-something-year-olds? Always. (laughs) (laughs) Always. That line where she's like, why do we have to stay here? Mm Mm-hmm. I made a note. And her overacting in that was so (laughs) bad. She's like, but why do we have to stay here? Like, it was so bad. I felt like she was trying real hard a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they're all there. Aside from Johnny, all the rest of the people are there. We got Heath. We got Kyle. We got Natasha. And now they're like, well, fuck, we need weapons. So they start searching the... They start searching the kitchen. Okay, first off, how do you not find weapons in a kitchen? There's knives everywhere. There's not, yeah. There's not and pans and rolling pins. Like, yeah. Heath has a pan, which is not an iron pan. It's not gonna do shit. But he hears something and he goes and he's like, "I got this." Jerry springs out. I don't know, knocks him down or something. 
Yeah, and she finds an electric mixer. Oh, God. I'm like, is McBride doing a lot of baking? What's right? going on? <laughs> Why does he just have this on his counter ready to go? I need at least one pun comment. <laughs> Thank you! When we're murdering people with shit like a fucking mixer. I need like a chef boy are dead. <laughs> and just like put it in. Oh, that's terrible. Good I job. Know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but like, I need something like that. Because she straight up straddles him. Yes. Takes the mixer and just puts uh-huh. it. In his eye socket, kind of. Yeah. I don't know if she even pulls out the eye, but yeah. like mixes it, which also mm. disgusting, but is hard to do with two mix. She should have taken one of them out and just used the one because and it would have been. To, yeah. Yes. Like what the. Because like the odds of like the eye spatial. Yep distancing to be the same as the mixer that's it's not gonna work yeah and you're kind of at a time crunch you got till midnight thank you that's all i'm saying yeah there are so many better ways to go about this and i think that she failed with that death it was another half-assed fake out death where Mm. it was just like i'm gonna turn your eyeball into mush but then i'm gonna go back and mix your eye socket i don't yeah she just kept beating i don't i Get a knife. It was the death that really didn't need to happen because there's no point to it and it could have been avoided. Did any of them need to happen? (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm smart. And then we get the quote You're as confused as a baby in a titty bar. (laughs) I don't even remember that. Right? What? Yeah, done by our favorite, what's his face? McBride? Yeah. Just. What? Yep. I love him. So Johnny and McBride are waiting at the cemetery in McBride's Subaru or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Johnny's like, so what do we do? We just like hang out. And he's like, yeah, no, it's cool. We're we're cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. cool. And the fucking soul or apparition or whatever of John Wilkes comes out of the grave and possesses Johnny. And now he's a fucking hard-boiled warden of a... Okay, so does John Wilk, is he evil then? No, no. He wanted to possess him with a good guy to... Battle the fucking... That is a bad plan. Yes. You don't know how that's gonna go. You are putting two... uh, I don't know, it's just a bad plan. Yeah. It's two souls... Show me the science on where you figured that would work. And Thank also, you. how did you know that Wilkes would come out of the grave as well? That's why I thought he was like a bad guy. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, well, he's clearly possessing someone. So he clearly couldn't go to heaven. <gasps> right. Why no is he sense. not in heaven? This is a Christian movie. Yeah. <laughs> and like John Wilkes, he isn't the hero. No, but he was not a bad guy as far as we know question mm, mark yeah, okay. he was a cop so who knows <sighs> Kyle and Tasha walk up and they're like hey guys what's going on hey Johnny how's it going McBride's like mm, not Johnny and they're like what what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> everything about this was just insane <laughs> one of them is like I hate ghosts and the other one is like there's <gasps> one right behind you <laughs> <laughs> pulling at their collar ooh <laughs> they find kyle and he's i guess dead but probably just like first dead and not second dead Mm -hmm. with a branch in his eye hole socket (laughs) and that's what he goes you're right son it's like dude you're stabbed in the face (laughs) 
No, but thank you for asking. <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> Jerry grabs McBride from the back. Johnny punches Klaus out of Jerry. Klaus goes to Natasha. <laughs> this was no, the wackiest. I love this play-by-play, by the way, because <laughs> I don't have shit down for that. <laughs> I had to write it down because this was the what? Fist fight. Spirit gets out of Jerry and goes into Natasha. And then Johnny and Natasha are fighting and they knock the spirits out of each other. And then the spirits are not in anybody's and fist fighting each other like some sort of fucked up American Dementors. And then McBride and Johnny are dragging the girls to the car. They're in bad shape. Everyone's in bad shape because what the fuck just happened? And the sound of the ghosts, the spirits in the background. Mm -hmm. Like the lightsaber noises of them just like (laughs) fucking like sack tapping each other. Uh, It was weird. It was bananas. It was like a sound of a glitch, but also just weird electricity and punching. And like, I appreciate the effort that went into it, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. So we have Van Klaus the murderer mm. battling mm-hmm. Warden John Wilkes, mm-hmm. not Booth. Mm-hmm. And then we have the bestie of John Wilkes yep. being like, You guys gotta it's, know. It's my time to shine. He's like, You guys go ahead. I'm gonna settle things. It's cool. Yeah. Okay, bye, idiot. <laughs> I don't even understand why. I... They had till midnight and everything would be fine. Yeah. And McBride's like, no, I just want to see this play out. This is going to be interesting. Johnny's driving away in McBride's truck with the ladies, the remaining ladies. And for some reason, he can't go for like five miles an hour. They're all just like, go, go, go. Yeah, and he's like, I can't. Trying. I can't. <laughs> the, the steering wheel. He was like struggling so hard with the steering wheel. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> Oh, we're so close to the end. So they both, both spirits go into McBride's body. Yes. And they start fighting in his body, question mark. But McBride is like, yes, He's like, do it. I need to sacrifice. my vessel. Yeah. <laughs> and he does some like inhale. Uh-uh. And then he blows up. Yeah, because or- the power of spirits fighting to the death because but they're already dead inside of your body, explodes your body twice. Mm -hmm. Twice, yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He exploded. He didn't just, like, explode, but he fucking, fucking exploded two times. He was disintegrated, Uh completely disintegrated by two spirits possessing his body and fighting in it. And you know what? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's sure. That's fine. Why not? You died for your friend... (laughs) I mean, um, how great a life do you got? You're a groundskeeper right. for like 50-something yeah. years. I mean, if you're a groundskeeper... Just you're... kill yourself. <laughs> Rude, <laughs> Nate, why would you say that? Why? Well, the only other groundskeeper that I can think of uh, really? is from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, who dies in the opening chapter. <laughs> See? Yeah. It goes back. Yeah, fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right. No, yeah. keep, say it loud and proud. Yeah, fuck you, Joanne. <sighs> Boy. Yeah, and so they're driving. Okay, so he inhales the spirits. At this point, it's like, who's this movie about? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, they show a long shot of a car driving down a windy mountain road, and they're all like 
obviously traumatized and like we yeah. gotta get to a phone it, what the fuck I'm bleeding uh, no duh you idiot and they come to a, like a trailer and she's like stop we gotta call somebody sketchiest looking trailer truck yeah. so yuck so Johnny stops the car and <laughs> bruh he's like okay cool I'll stop the car and then he stabs his girlfriend in the eyeball and I guess kills her for the first time and then <laughs> He's like, all right, let's go, ladies, after it no. locks the door. Yes. Oh, well, the actual line he says? Were no. you going to say it? No, no, no. What oh, it's not it? let's go, ladies. This isn't some <laughs> Shania Twain let's go, girls. Aww. Which, fun fact, I got tickets to today. Nice. I bought, I'm such a good son. I uh, <laughs> I bought tickets to go see Shania Twain for me and my mom. Oh, my um, God, I love that. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's in May. But anyway, he wasn't like, let's go, girls. <laughs> he kills his girlfriend, and he turns to Katrina Bowen, mm-hmm. and he goes, Hello, gorgeous. Oh. And then the credits roll. Yes. And, and the entire time she's like, I can't get out of this car. <laughs> the locks. It's like, girl. But also, they showed the locks. He could have just pulled yeah. it up and like. Yeah, you can always pull them up. Mm-hmm. You can always pull them up. Always. They've got the little grippy thing. I just hate how he goes, hello, gorgeous. No. no. So gr- like, that was no. no, not part of that character. Yeah. Of the spirit ever. No. Most serial killers are gay. <laughs> <laughs> As everybody knows. <laughs> I thought uh. for sure they were going to get out, go to that creepy ass trailer, mm-hmm. and then... It would be like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing where it just got worse once they tried to ask for help. Like, Oh, yeah. I don't even know if that's how it ended because it's been so long, but it seemed like that's... Or Jeepers Creepers, did that happen? Anyway. Mm, I do love Jeepers Creepers. That's so good. Very good. Very, very good. Justin Long. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. He's like, he a little baby in that movie. I know. Yeah. Probably my favorite thing that he's done ever. What? Have you not seen Tusk? I hate Tusk. I love Tusk. We so have had this I know, conversation. Yeah. I, hate <laughs> I know. I know you hate Tusk. <laughs> I love Tusk. I saw it in theaters the day it came out. Oh my God. I didn't even <laughs> know what it was. were obsessed with it. We, were, we saw the trailer. We were like, we have to see this movie. And so when it came out in theaters, and then like for whatever reason, it came out like four days early for no reason. Right, I don't know. Like, right, right. like, whatever. And so we were just like, well. We were in college at the time. And mm-hmm. It was like the summertime, and I was like, "I don't have work." And he's like, "We're gonna go right now." And we go to this movie theater. <laughs> There's two other people, maybe three. Of course. Two of them leave. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Halfway through, they were just like, "We can't." <laughs> this is too much. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do you have a favorite line? I know you do. Oh, I mean, I probably already said it here, but I already said every single one of my favorite lines. I wrote in quotes, cut the bullshit. I'm going yarding. Oh, no. Oh, okay. So he goes, this was a quote I haven't said yet, but he goes, cut the bullshit. I'm going. You're dying. (laughs) But I think I genuinely loved, you're as confused as a baby in a titty bar. (laughs) I mean, if I had heard that, it would have been one of mine. Right? It's gorgeous. I already said all mine, but I'll say them again because they're great. Because those tracks look just like the ones from our car. What? (laughs) Number two. We need to save her. She's dead. (laughs) Three. Are you paying someone to misunderstand me? That's a very good line. And I I remember that, but I didn't write that down. Hmm. But I like that. In fact, sometimes at work, I feel like. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, don't say that. Please don't fire me. No, but yeah. Are you paying someone a misunderstanding? <laughs> because it's confusing and mm. also very understandable at the same time. Every time when I come on the podcast, I like to look up the trivia Ooh, on IMDb. Tell. And there's always either one or two. <laughs> yeah, there's never more than there's two. There's not a lot. Yeah. No, no, no. And this one, this trivia, there's only one, and it goes at the end. <laughs> I read this during this podcast, like while we were talking. <laughs> You're like, you are boring. I'm going to look at my phone. <laughs> I put, Well, when I had to go on the IMDb page, I was like, oh, the trivia, that's right. And I read this and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> at the end of the movie, when they go through the turn, they're driving. When they go through the turn, they're driving an older Toyota 4Runner. Okay. Comma. <laughs> but when they change screens uh-huh. and start driving to the bridge, it goes back to a newer Nissan. That is thrilling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two out of three found this interesting. <laughs> oh, well, the third didn't, I guess. Right? Okay. Oh. Well, we got some quotes. We have two quotes, official ooh. quotes from IMDb. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Both from McBride, okay. obviously. Obviously. Now, I'm going to ask you again nicely. Put the knife. Put away the knife. <laughs> fucking please. <laughs> and then the other one. You'd rather jack off a bobcat than stay here. <laughs> oh, beautiful in every way, I'll say it. Uh, I love him so much. I'd watch a spinoff of just him. Oh, my God, absolutely. If but he he's... just fought ghosts, I'd sign me up. Oh, but he's disintegrated. So, ooh, let's do let's do the prequel. We'll do the ooh. prequel and then the prequel of this movie. Prequel of the first scene and then a prequel of this movie. Done and done. Done and done. They we could write it amazing. tonight. Are you kidding me? We could write it right now. It's done. Mm-hmm. We just did it. Hands down. Yep. Totally. Do you have another name for this movie? <sighs> okay, so the name of this film is called. Don't hold your breath or hold mm-hmm, your breath. Mm-hmm, just hold your mm-hmm, breath. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually didn't write anything down because mm-hmm. I was like, it's going to come to me while talking about it. Of course. It. And honestly, it might just be instead of hold your breath, it might just be don't smoke pot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. If he wasn't smoking if pot, was, none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened. Yeah. Devil's lettuce. Devil's lettuce. What about you? My alternative title is. A weird argument against the death penalty. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as someone who's not really for the death penalty. Yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, this isn't Mm. the reason I would choose, but it's valid. (laughs) Is it valid? I don't think it's valid. It's funny. I I always like to say like, oh, well, like I'm pro-choice and anti-death penalty. Mm -hmm. And my conservative family is like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. I don't understand. I don't get it. What about guns? You like shooting people though, right? Can't say I have. (laughs) (laughs) You are an enigma (laughs) wrapped in a puzzle. In a <laughs> wrapped in a bobcat that I'm gonna. Dr- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't forget. Yeah, the it, it honestly is a weird argument against the death penalty, but one that I would support. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If this was the only argument you had against the death penalty, I'm not sure I would support it, or at least this argument. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, add it to the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Why not? <sighs> Thanks for joining us this week. <laughs> yeah. 
We've been the Asylum Case Studies. Thank you for joining again, like I said, uh, just like two seconds ago. Hope we'll see you next week. And uh, goodbye. Say goodnight. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Thank love you. Love you. Goodbye. I love you. And see. <laughs> <laughs>